ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Kuwait, the Netherlands, and the United Kingdom, and in the states of Florida, Illinois, and Mississippi, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say this with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is bring in positive energy. The color pink is emotionally healing and will lift your spirits. When you feel fear, you can shift your energy. Ask God, Goddess, Universe to fill you with pink light. See pink light coming from the heavens, going through the top of your head and moving through your whole body. Enjoy the feeling of peace. This is helpful when we're grieving. We can use pink in many ways to help lift our spirits. For instance, we can wear pink clothing, put pink flowers near us, use pink accessories in our living and workspaces, burn pink candles, or carry a piece of rose quartz in your pocket or purse, or wear rose quartz jewelry. Some people get stuck in the belief that it's disrespectful to enjoy life without their loved one. Others feel guilty being happy when their loved one is no longer on the earth plane. Others can't forgive themselves for something they said or did or didn't say. Grief is meant to be a process that we move through, not a life sentence. It's part of the cycle of life. All of nature experiences this cycle. Part of our learning is to accept that we all have a limited time on earth and that our soul continues. We can still communicate with our loved ones on the other side and even heal deep wounds that we could not heal while they were on earth. The universe is full of beauty and awe when we see all aspects of life on earth and in heaven as supporting us with love. For those concerned about violence, the environment, the economy, and the pandemic, let's do three techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. The first visualization helps heal the earth and us of fear and replaces it with love. Do it with me now. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love all around it like a big bubble. Do this at least once a day. Let's do the second one. Imagine yourself inside a big, bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. 
place bright, dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this when you leave the house and when you're feeling anxious. Let's do the third one. Say, please surround me in the sacred rainbow energy of love. See and feel a rainbow surrounding you for 300 feet or more in all directions. This is good to do every morning. As Dwan Washington told us in our first show this year, hundreds of millions of angels are coming forward to help us create hope and positive change. Our angels and guides are always trying to help us. We will benefit more from their help if we don't expect quick results every time. Sometimes we need to go through a process, learn a lesson, take a new approach, or look for silver linings. Last week, I spent several hours on hold trying to get a customer service issue resolved with no results. I had asked for help from my angels, but I still kept hitting a brick wall. As I was asking my angel for help one more time, I had the sudden thought to call a friend who had experience with this kind of problem. She assured me that I wasn't alone, that this has been a problem for many people. She suggested some ways to move forward through a different approach, which I promptly set in motion. Another friend said that he had just gotten off the phone with someone who was having the exact same problem. I said, everyone has been so nice, but unable to resolve the issue He said that his friend had not had kind people helping her. That's when I realized that my angels had assisted me by giving me kind people and the idea to talk with these two friends who had helped me accept the situation and move forward with peace of mind, knowing that eventually this would be resolved. Our prayers are always answered. We must look for the ways that we are receiving help to understand the answer. By participating in my guided meditation workshop video, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, you will automatically receive the ongoing help of a thousand positive angels and connect with the angelic part of yourself that's still in heaven. You can participate when it fits your schedule from anywhere in the world. For details, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on Workshop Rentals. We can all use help And the most powerful help comes from the spiritual realm. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear, which includes happiness, gratitude, abundance, peace, joy, compassion, forgiveness, positivity, and all good things. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Emily Thoreau Threat, who's here to talk about navigating through grief and coming out feeling renewed. After our episode last week with Ann Jersh, I received the following email from Karen. Your interview with Ann left me wanting to learn more. The discussion about intuition and three brains was intriguing. I always thought that trusting my gut instinct would lead me down the best path. But her method of following my three brains is a more thorough way to truly make the best choice. I always found the information, I also found the information she shared about stretching time fascinating. The technique of picturing a road and visualizing myself stretching it in 
in order to organize my day and meet all my commitments is a great way to minimize feeling stressed and overwhelmed. Thank you. You're welcome and thank you, Karen. For those who missed this episode, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on recognizing and following your intuition, please listen to some of my previous shows like February 4th, 2021 with Kim Chesney, Radical Intuition, Developing and Using Your Inner Power, May 13th, 2021 with Gary Stewart, Becoming Your Best Self, Quantum Activation, and June 14, 2018 with Ellen Tad, Using Our Third Eye to Navigate the Highs and Lows of Life. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled Intuition is Your Friend, posted in February 2020. This blog reminds us that we must practice trusting and listening to our intuition because it wants the best for us. Here's an excerpt. Brain researchers estimate that there is 10 million times more information in our intuitive, creative mind than in our logical mind. Einstein understood this. He said, the only really valuable thing is intuition. And I sometimes feel that I am right. I do not know that I am In our society, however, we are trained to be logical. If we can't see, feel, taste, touch, or smell something, it couldn't possibly be real. Our intuition is the still small voice within, our gut feelings, our inner knowing, our guidance, our connection to our soul. It's the wiser part of ourselves, the part that knows the truth of who we are. Our logical mind is so loud, however, that it drowns out the whisper that's trying to guide us on our authentic path. To read the best of the the rest of this blog and learn techniques to get in touch with your intuition or to read any of my other blogs, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. In addition to my blogs, check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my series on Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth. My current affirmation is one of gratitude. Say it with me now. I am grateful to be alive. No matter what is happening in our lives or in the world, we have a choice as to how we respond. We often look at other people's lives and think they've got everything we want. That's because we don't know the truth of what is happening in their lives. We only see what they want us to see. We can choose to appreciate what we have and consciously shift our thoughts to gratitude. Gratitude raises our vibration and helps us attract more things for which we are grateful, especially in a time when so many people have transitioned to the other side. Let's remember to be grateful for being alive. Say the affirmation with me one more time. I am grateful to be alive. Now it's time for my silver lining story. In 2001, I discovered a family secret. My grandfather had committed suicide when I was two years old. I wrote the following poem to help me process this information and move through my grief. Grandpa's Losses I know you through stories and pictures. You were my playmate, my protector, yet I have no memories. In our picture, your body envelops mine, ensuring my safety, the safety you took away when I was only two. I climbed up the stairs to visit you. I'm told you were lonely up there, confined to a bedroom, never walking comfortably after the gangrene took your leg. So we played together. You held my hands. I danced on your bed, and we laughed. Even then, only a small part of you was still here. The hope and faith that had sustained you were gone. As a young man in Warsaw, your future looked promising. A husband, a father, a shoe factory owner, 
until they padlocked the door, punishing you for your brother's desertion. He was dubbed the black sheep of the family, but without him, you would have died like all your relatives. Instead, you worked in your cousin's factory, moving your family to a one-room country shack with no opportunities, your wife said, go to America, a long, lonely journey without your mother's blessing. My Kaddish is leaving. And yet you went, Poland, Canada, Detroit. You worked hard, saved, bought a candy store, scrimped, and finally sent your family's passage by boat. But World War I broke out, and the money was lost at sea. So you started over, a loyal man, a family man, no young American woman for you. And after nine years, you finally embraced a family you no longer knew. You and grandma worked long hours, your only repast being friends who came to talk politics, and still no time to know your children. America entered World War II. This time, you lost much more than money. This time, your first grandchild was torpedoed into the sea, and with him went the future that you sacrificed so much for. This was the loss that broke you. None of us were enough to ease your pain. Why did God take Paul and not me? He was 18, a boy. I'm an old man. In your grief, you chose to go to him. And in doing so, you left me. Our guest, Emily Thoreau Threat, is the author of Loving and Living Your Way Through Grief, a comprehensive guide to reclaiming and cultivating joy and carrying on in the face of loss. Having gone through the passing of two husbands, her father, mother, sister, and many family members and friends, Emily has much experience in the grieving process and has learned to face life with love, optimism, and joy. Her mission is to comfort and support those dealing with grief and loss, focusing on positivity. She earned a master's degree in English with a concentration in writing, which led to her career teaching writing at the university level. Naturally, she turned to writing to deal with her grief and now teaches others how to use writing to deal with their grief. When she's not writing, she enjoys gardening, creating art, and walking on the beach. You're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, or click on the link on this page to follow us on social media, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. While on my website, learn more about running my two guided meditation videos. One connects you to two of your past lives and the other awakens your inner angelic light body. Rent them at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, Who are you still grieving? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Emily Thoreau Thread, who's here to talk about navigating through grief and coming out feeling renewed. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down who you're still grieving. And I'm so grateful to welcome Emily Thoreau Threat, who's here to discuss navigating through grief and coming out feeling renewed. Emily, welcome. It's really a, a joy to have you on the show. Um, you you have done so much important work, and just the um, to grieve so many losses and to still find the joy in life. Um, how do you? How do people do that? How do you do it? Well, good morning. It's very nice to talk to you today. Um, I do it by focusing on what's good in life. When I first, uh, I've had two husbands transition, and, and after my first one did, I was really feeling kind of lost, and I didn't really have people to talk to. I had tons and tons of friends, but none of them wanted to listen to, to anything about grief, and so I, I just felt alone. And then I had two different friends uh, at different times suggest to me that I start paying attention to what I was grateful for. And I thought, I don't have anything to be grateful for. My husband died. But I decided since I heard it from two different people that that must mean I was supposed to do it. So I started writing a gratitude list. And I not only wrote down things that I was grateful for, I wrote why I was grateful for whatever that thing was that I was writing. And I found that the more that I wrote, the longer my list got. And I wasn't repeating myself. I kept writing more and more things. And each time I would write something down and figure out why I was grateful for that, I felt lighter and happier. And things started really getting better. And it it really changed my life, and I've I've lived that way ever since. Every every morning, one of the first things I do is my gratitude list, finding new and different things to be grateful for all the time. There's so much to be grateful for. Uh, thank you for saying that. And 
You know, when we focus on the sadness, and it's not that we want to deny it or ignore it, but when that becomes our whole world, we miss all of the beauty and and joy and um, love in our lives. You know, even nature is free looking at the birds, the plants. There's so much beauty and so much to be grateful for. There's so many gifts that are free that we can all appreciate. Yes, and and taking advantage of those things can really change your life because if, if you're not thinking about anything about besides that you're sad, that you feel alone, then that's all you're going to get is being sad and alone. But when you can you can break out beyond that and see what's out there for you. Um, every morning I go outside and have beautiful birds around here and their songs are, are just great. So many different songs, so many different birds that it, it just makes me smile to hear all this. And it's absolutely free, you know? <laughs> Yes, you know, it's interesting that you said that because I take great joy in the birds too. And I actually read that the more birds, more more kinds of birds, varieties of birds that are around you, the happier you are. Someone's done research on that. Well, well I believe that. <laughs> so it, it is fascinating. Um how how we can lift our spirits when um, we focus on the good things, on the beauty, um, and yes. and and so, but the, then there are also times when um, we're deeply sad, and and so how do we deal with that? Well, there there are different ways. Uh, one way that that really helped me that came as as a surprise was when it was became New Year's Eve, the, the first year after my husband passed, I was thinking I need to make some sort of commitment to myself of what I'm going to do this year so that I can feel better, so that I can be more involved with the world in, in a way that can bring me happiness as well as the other people that are around me. Because at that point, I felt like if I, if I did get around somebody, I, was, I felt like I was bringing them down instead of lifting them. So I, I really meditated on it for a while, trying to figure out what it was that I was needed to do. And what came to me was to accept invitations. Now, that sounded very strange to me at the time because I wasn't getting any invitations because I wasn't putting myself out there, you know. I was, I was sitting at home by myself a lot of the time. But I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. Uh, it came to me. I'm sure it came to me for a reason. And as soon as I agreed to accept invitations, the invitations started coming. And they were, they were beautiful invitations, all kinds of different things that I wouldn't have thought of before. I, I believe I was inspired to um, say yes to these invitations in particular because they made beautiful experiences in my life. I met so many new people. I found ways to serve, uh, things that, that made me happy and ready to embrace my life while even, even when grieving, there's no reason you can't be happy at the same time. And that's what I wanted to do because I knew I would grieve forever because I'll love the people that I'm grieving for the rest of my life, at least. And by finding ways to be happy and, and hold a, the love associated with that grief in my heart, uh, made life so much easier and and richer. That's really beautiful. So it's like saying yes to life, really. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, that that's really lovely. And and so and and you talk about ways of writing to help navigate through grief. Um, I, I know you gave us one example with gratitude, writing what you're grateful for and why. Um, are there other techniques that are particularly helpful to people uh, f- f- to help people release maybe guilt or to forgive? Um, we carry so many unresolved emotions when someone 
transitions, um, and and um, they can weigh heavy on us. They can, and I'll, I'll share with you uh, the favorite writing technique that I share with my students or people that, that come to me for help with this, and that's uh, letter writing, and I have like a, a journal specifically for my husband where I'll write him a letter, and when I write the letter, I can forgive him, I can forgive myself, and I can deal with things that we weren't able to deal with when when I was still talking to him face-to-face here, and I, I just, and the letters are always filled with love, and, and they make me feel good to write the letters, and then when you complete the letter, then start another letter and have that letter be from whoever you wrote it to back to yourself, and it it automatically writes itself. You don't have to put any thought into it. The the writing just comes to you. And when you, you get to the end of the letter and, and sign it however you do with love, you you feel this uh, like like you can breathe again. It it's a a real uh lightness that comes from doing this. I, I did this uh last weekend actually. I was talking uh, at a group of breast cancer, uh, either people who were had breast cancer right now or are survivors. And I had them write a letter like this and I had it write it had them write it to their breast who they'd lost. And then write a letter back to them from their breast. And everybody was so anxious to share when they finished it because they discovered so many things. Um, some of them had been angry, they'd been holding anger and that wasn't helping. Some of them felt that they were somehow responsible and they realized they weren't. So they were able to practice forgiveness in, in writing this letter and it was really, really powerful. And I've, I've seen this power with people writing their their children who've passed, uh, their parents, even even people that they honored that, like you were talking about your grandfather, that they really didn't get to know in their lifetime. Maybe they lived before your earthly visit. And that that way they can get in touch with things that um, they don't seem to get in touch with any other way. Um, that's really profound. And, and it's as if... Um, and I think in actuality, if we're really opening up and writing from our heart and just letting our hand do the work, that we are actually hearing either our body part, our breast, or or our loved one who's on the other side, whatever, whatever it is that we're grieving, that they really are talking through us. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's an amazing experience. I, I highly recommend it. People that start doing it, do it over again. I have people come to my house to do uh, writing through grief so that they can do it together. They like to do that. I also do that online. And one of the things that they, they do, they're always surprised at how excited they get about doing this particular exercise and they always want to share at the beginning i said i always say you don't have to share anything you don't want to this is just for you but if you do want to share we're, we would be happy to hear it and the stories they tell are amazing amazing things things that they hadn't been able to let go for their whole lives suddenly are realized in in a way that serves them instead of makes them sad so really what you're saying is that grieving can also be when when we really engage with it we can also heal parts of ourselves that we haven't been able to heal before or in other ways that's exactly right Sometimes it, it takes um, the transition of a loved one for us to realize um, the fragility of our lives and the opportunity of our lives. And when you can start seeing that, then you can start um, living it. You can start 
really paying attention to what serves you best in in this uh, life experience. That's really beautifully said. Um, We need to go to break now. Um, This is such an important conversation and so many important insights and practical techniques. I'm very grateful for everything that you're sharing and for your being on the show. Um, And we'll talk more when we come back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows, important information from each show, and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down how you're going to move through your grief. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Emily Thread, who's here to talk more about navigating through grief and coming out feeling renewed. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down how you're going to move through your grief. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangels Lisa and Rose can help you. I'm so grateful we're here with Emily Thoreau Threat talking about navigating through grief and coming out feeling renewed. Emily, um, you have so much good information and such a profound understanding of grief. I know um, a lot of people are probably familiar with the five stages of grief that Kubler-Ross identified. Does that hold up? Do we all go through these five stages? You don't have to experience all of them. There, there are so many other things that you experience, too. I know I've known people who were dealing with somebody who 
they loved deeply for a, a very long time. They were dealing with their process of dying for a very long time. And the the dying process was, was very difficult for that person with, with physical challenges. And they were really pretty miserable because of what was happening to them and their their caregiver, their loved one. When the person died, they would actually feel relieved and then they felt guilty about that because they, they thought somehow that wasn't what they were supposed to do. But they had already gone through that that phase of the person dying and accept they were accepting their death and they were grateful for it actually. Because the the suffering was over. It, they no longer were having all these physical cares. But having this, this um, framework of, of five stages, they thought, oh, I'm, I'm not doing something right because I'm not doing these in order. Or I'm not doing each one of the things. And all that does, I think, is cause harm as opposed to help support you. So whenever you're in the process of grieving, I suggest that you just deal with what comes up when it comes up and not look for things, not look for a, a bargaining experience because you can't really bargain with grieving. And, and bargaining is one of those traditional five stages. It's a sort of thing that when somebody uh, realizes they are in the process of transitioning, they'll go, oh, well, you know, if I promise I'll go to church every Sunday, then uh, then I'll then I won't have to die quite so soon or I'll have more time. And that that never works. <laughs> you need to, I, or I don't want to say you need to, but focusing on um, what does serve you, what does work for you really helps. Like some people need to practice forgiveness to be able to move forward. And once they do actually forgive themselves, because it's usually not, so much forgiving somebody else for doing something. It's forgiving yourself for responding the way you're, you're responding. And when you can release that and let it go, then you can move forward in, in a different way. So I, I think what I'm trying to say is don't let something arbitrary influence you, it, but do things that you recognize because they, they come from your heart and you realize that if I'm thinking about this like this, then that means that I need to address it and, and see what I need to do about that instead of trying to, you know, look up what the five stages are and make sure that you do them all. So, yes, the the one about bargaining never made any sense to me how yeah. I can do <laughs> that. In, the, uh, in retrospect, it's, it's already happened. So um, is this what you mean by mindful grieving? Mindful grieving is um, deeply paying attention to what's going on. For instance, just I'm as I'm sitting here in my living room and the sun's coming up. I have a big avocado tree right outside my window there, and I can see the spaces through the leaves where where I'm seeing the the sunrise. And I looked over there, and there's this perfect gap between the leaves that makes a heart, a perfect heart. And Ron and I used to uh, always find hearts wherever we were. He'd, he would think about them on the beach and there would be rocks that were shaped in the shape of a heart every place. And it, to us, it was kind of like whenever we would see a heart like that, it was a reminder to each other of our love for each other. So it's really special to me to pay attention to looking out at the tree and <clears throat> excuse me and seeing that heart this morning. So when when you're mindfully grieving, it's seeing things that uh, that are beautiful and things that support you and things that guide you. And you go, oh, that's right. This is something I need to pay attention to. And maybe you'll you'll write about it. You'll you want to deal with it and. Sometimes when we, we try to just think about things, they just keep kind of bouncing around in your head, and you never get anywhere with them, where if you go through the process of actually writing out whatever it is that is coming to you at that moment, you can discover things in that writing that will help you. 
help you feel better, help you know what to do, help you know your next step, um, help with whatever it is that comes up for you at that moment. Yeah, sometimes writing is a way for us to hear our inner wisdom, our intuition, um, because uh, if if we do it, if we allow it to come from our heart rather than from our mind, um, from our logical mind, we can discover hidden information that um, is more accessible when we when we allow ourselves to just let go and to be present with whatever words come out. That's right. That really makes a big difference. I I just uh, completed another journal. I use this little composition books that are all, it look all black and white on the outside uh, when it's back to school time and they're on sale. Oh, I always yeah. <laughs> buy a case of them each year because I know I'm going to go through them because I write in them so much. And I, when I finished it, finish it yesterday and I started flipping through the pages, especially of the things that have been happening in the, this time of the pandemic, I, I saw I, I was kind of writing some things that I felt were profound, and I'm glad that I noticed them and paid attention to them so that I could deal with them at the time. Because if, if you don't deal with things, that's when you get into confusion and um, not knowing where to go or what to do. It's, it's the actual identifying things so that you can move forward. I, I don't think you ever get through or over grief. I just think you move forward through it. And in my process of doing that, I can honestly say right now that I'm happier than I've ever been in my whole life, which when I realized it, I thought, wow, that's that's really amazing <laughs> considering the, the life I've led, the, the loss I've dealt with, that I can be happy. But I am, and and it's good. And and you can be happy too. Um. Well, yes, because it's you're not denying the reality, and you're using it to let go of what was that was hurtful, but to keep the joy. Yes. Um. And and then to add to it through. I think we can honor the people who are on the other side in their lives and what they gave us by creating as much joy in our own life and meaning in our own life as we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's to me, the, the point. <laughs> kind of the, the whole purpose is to live my very best life, uh, not only to honor them, but to honor me in the process. That's what makes everything else go around. I, I wouldn't be able to be helping other people in, in the way that I do and, and providing comfort and support if I didn't feel comforted and supported myself. Uh, yes, it, our life really is about ourself and growing mm-hmm. ourself and becoming the best human being we can, the best um, us or <laughs> that we yeah. can become um, and 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 finding the joy, beauty, and awe in life. Yes, absolutely. And, and with thinking of yourself, one of my favorite things, though it's kind of trite, is that thing about putting the oxygen mask on yourself first, like when you're in, in the plane and the, they're giving you the directions on what to do. Uh, because if, if you don't uh, thrive yourself, then you're not going to help anybody else along the way. So, but when you do take care of yourself, then <clears throat> there's all sorts of room for love and joy and service and happiness. Beautifully said and a beautiful place for us to close out this portion of the show Um, I'm so grateful to you. Thank you so much for being on the show and for sharing so much wisdom and practical techniques and and sharing your heart. Um, Thank you, Emily. And I encourage everyone to purchase. Yes, yes, it's my pleasure. And I encourage everyone 
to purchase her book, Loving and Living Your Way Through Grief, a comprehensive guide to reclaiming and cultivating joy and carrying on in the face of loss. And her webpage is lovingandlivingyourwaythroughgrief.com. That's easy because it's the same as her book title. Thank you again, Emily, and wishing you the best. And I thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook, rent my past life regression workshop video and my Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body. Read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading the Akashic records or tarot, past life regressions, dream interpretation, channeling your family guardian angel and more. I'm also available to video conference, a custom design workshop or speech for you or any of my speeches or workshops such as dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, 21 steps for healing the body, discovering hope and silver linings, the OM awakening or the ultimate creator problem solving process, or I can design something specifically for you and your group. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and help and healing from the spiritual realm. The angels, archangels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangels Lisa and Rose, who are the Archangels over forgiveness. Ask for their help in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you forgive yourself or your loved one who has passed over. Use your own words or say something like, Archangels Lisa and Rose, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me forgive my grandfather for leaving me. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangels Lisa and Rose, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me forgive my sister for abusing me and myself for denying it while she was alive. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that they are helping you because they are. Please join us next Thursday when Dina Miriam will join us to discuss when the bright moon rises, the awakening of ancient memories. July 29th, when Glenn Perry will be here to discuss floating in quiet darkness. And August 5th, when Dr. Neil Lundgren joins us to discuss meditations for the soul. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.